This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What's up, y'all? And welcome to the first podcast, the first episode of 2021. Thank you all so much for being here. This is the Stella Ray Herself podcast in which we discuss tea, current events, vibes. Um, if you can think of anything else to describe, let me know. Um, but don't forget to post this on your story. Take a screenshot, post it on your IG story, tweet it to me, whatever. I will retweet, repost. I love seeing who's listening, who's watching. And let me know in a comment if you're watching this on YouTube, I guess. Um I guess if you're watching on YouTube, you're watching on YouTube. But I would love to know, like, where you listen. Like, do you listen on Apple Music, Spotify? Do you like the visuals of the YouTube video? Let a bitch know. This was a couple weeks ago, I think, but I was looking at my podcast on Apple Music just to see, like, what it looked like. And, bitch, I have, like, I think almost 200 reviews all giving me five stars. And, like, bitches went in on the reviews. Like, so kind and nice and supportive and I just really appreciate that. I remember seeing that a couple years ago, I think, but there was new reviews from 2020 and that's just super cool. So thank you guys so much for all the support. This is such a fun outlet for me and I love just being able to discuss things to this community that we have. It is January, bitch, and I feel good. I feel good. I feel a little overwhelmed because I went back home for the holidays and I stayed a little longer than I normally do just because I was like there's usually I come back before New Year's because I want to spend New Year's in LA but I was like why would I do that I'm not gonna go out anyway so I stayed with my family and it was really nice to have that extended like relaxation time but I got back two days ago so these past couple days have just been catching up and planning and I feel like I'm so behind on videos so yeah, it's kind of a lot, but, you know, we're getting it done, and I feel like I just have that Capricorn season push, you know, grind mode, grind mode, bitch, getting me through. Ugh, I just feel it's a lot. It's like it's not, but it is. I don't know. We're getting it done, though, so let me know how you feel. How was your New Year's? Um, I've told y'all before, I'm not a really big holiday person like in general and i'm thinking about like new year's specifically i feel like holidays like not so much holidays where you hang out with your family but like holidays where you want to go out or like go to a party or something i feel like they're just always kind of lame so i wasn't really feeling like oh my god i wish i could like go to a party but it's like come on i was i was completely happy and content to just stay in the house with my family and like we had some champagne and just Chill. Did we watch a movie on New Year's? I feel like we had more of a celebration on New Year's Day. Oh, we got Mexican food. That was like the one day that we like ordered food. It was fun. But I've said that before. Um, I just feel like major holidays where like everyone goes out. Like Halloween or 4th of July or I don't know. New Year's. It's just like I don't like that. 
like don't get me wrong i love having a lit time but i feel like there's such high expectations of those days and like so many people are out and this is like obviously before corona this is why i don't miss it (laughs) um and shit's expensive i remember last year um it was kind of lame like obviously i had fun with my friends but it was still just like we went to this party there was so many people like it was a house party because we didn't want to go to the club because it was they were like girls have to pay too the all the all the promoters were posting on their ig stories like we let you guys in for free every day out of the year you guys should not complain that we are charging for tickets on new year's so we're like that just sounds like a lot let's just go to this house party it's just like too many people like discussing like you can't even walk through this house that's just not a fun time to me um and i can just think of like times especially like new year or halloween i guess new year's too um fourth of july like those are just the main ones i'm always like uh it's not like i dread it but part of me is just kind of like this is kind of annoying with all of that being said i was very happy to just hang out with my family and yeah it's always like weird when i come back let me know if you can relate if you have like moved out of where you grew up and like travel back i feel like there's always a almost like a transition period when i come back to my apartment where i'm like it's like okay i get some stuff done but then it's kind of like oh i'm actually like alone and i went to target yesterday and i didn't feel like anxiety but i just felt kind of like this i'm like alone like there's no one like no one's gonna be there when i get back like almost this like oh like i have to take care of everything by myself And it's, like, weird because it's not, like, a loneliness and it's not, like, completely anxiety in my body. But it's just kind of, like, this weird, like, realization almost. Like, oh, we're back. We're alone. I love being alone. But it's, like, oh, there's, like, no one. Like, I don't know. It's just different. Let me know if you can relate. Um, I don't know if it's, like, I fall back into, like, oh, I'm the child and my parents are, like, taking care of me and, like, driving me to the store when I'm there and, like cooking dinner or whatever and then it's like i go back to my adult life and it's like i'm an adult i forgot oops i don't know let me know if you can relate it's just interesting i find every year the different kind of realizations i have when it comes to i guess going back home and like reflecting on my hometown and observing it and seeing how it's changed and how i view it differently like with each year that i'm away from it um so yeah interesting for sure but i'm definitely excited for this year um regardless of the stress of this these past couple days and just like getting reorganized and whatnot um i've said this before probably in vlogs but i know for sure in the podcast i feel like even if we're on lockdown i feel like i literally said this in the last episode even if we're on lockdown or everything's closed or whatever or i don't know where you live here everything's closed Bitches at in Miami just with their sugar daddies going to clubs. Did you go, Did you guys see that TikTok? <laughs> I mean, it looks fun, but then it's like, bitch in a pandemic? Um, <laughs> that's like so specific. Even if we sell this pandemic anxiety, even if maybe stuff's open where you live. I don't know. Couldn't be me. Um, it's like we know that going into the year... So we can set our expectations low or just have different expectations. Um, I have definitely seen a lot of posts like don't feel bad if you don't want to make any resolutions or don't have any goals or don't want to like 
work on yourself or anything this year. And I think that's really true, but also, I don't know, bitch like me, like I just, I can't help but when I have realizations and like, let's reflect on the past year and see what we can do. Like, So, like I've said many a time over these past few months and podcast episodes, you know, there's a difference between setting resolutions or setting goals. Like, I want to travel to 86 new countries. Like, I want to, like, try more new things. It's like, instead, you could, you could still have goals, like, if you want, but they could just be a little more realistic to the situation. Like, I want to take time to meditate every morning. I want to start playing this instrument again. I want, like, I think I told y'all one of my kind of, not so much resolutions, but just kind of vibes or like things I want to be mindful of this year is like being more honest. And that means like setting more clear boundaries and not like trying to just be nice to not hurt someone's feelings. I don't know. That's something that, you know, we can do in a pandemic. <laughs> Someone might ask you to go to a party and you feel kind of awkward to say no because it's like, this is your friend. You don't want to offend them or make it seem like you're lame. But then you're like, bitch, it's a pandemic. And you can practice being honest by saying, I'm not comfortable with that. So let me know if you are setting any resolutions or like if you're thinking about just like how you want this year to be different. Or maybe you're not at all, so let me know. But I feel like part of the... Part of the issue last year... But it's like we had those first two months of the year. You know, we had New Year's and we had that like, oh my god, 2020 is going to be our year. And then it was like in March, shit went down. So now we're starting the year with like, okay, we're in this situation. Like hopefully we can... I don't want to say make the best of it because I feel like that sounds kind of ignorant or like, oh, it's just... We can be realistic. So let me know if you can relate. And I would love to hear, again, like what your vibes are, your goals. Goals. I don't know. Or even just how you feel about this year. If you agree, if you feel differently. Um, I kind of... I kind of feel like... I don't know. I'm going to say this and then I'm going to explain because it sounds kind of like, bitch, what do you mean? But, like, I kind of feel like I want to do whatever I want this year in the sense of, let me know if you can relate. I feel like 2020 went by so fast. And it's like the days were so long, but then the year itself just flew by. Like, it's almost about to be March again. Like, bitch, I think I read that in the, what is it, the Happiness Project? Is that what it's called? I think so. Let me know if you guys read it. It was really popular like a few years ago. But she says something like that. Like the days are long, but the years are short. And I feel like especially in a pandemic, bitch, like it's so true. Um, but it almost made me realize, you know, in this in this kind of time of year, beginning of the year, end of the year, where we're reflecting and like just kind of thinking about how the year went and thinking about the upcoming year. I really realized like, there's it's just like if you don't do it now when are you gonna do it and for me that's like a cat you know it's like I was always waiting for the right time or like oh I mean some of that is like I wasn't necessarily ready to take on that responsibility but also just like 
okay, bitch, if you don't do that now, like, there's not going to be a sudden right time necessarily where it's like, okay, like, someone flies down and, like, tells you, like, okay, like, you're just going to have to do it. And I find that to be more and more true with just everything in life. And then also just observing other people, like, I don't know, maybe people who have kids or people who, like, decide to get engaged. It's almost like this realization that, like, these either big life events or even just smaller decisions or just, you know, changing your life in some way. Like, it's not always necessarily just going to happen. You actually have to make it happen. And I just feel like my personality, who I am, like, I am someone who wants to be very, I guess, just secure. And, like, if I'm going to make a decision, I have to have researched it so much and, like, truly know that I want to make that decision like, I just think of Accutane. Like, I probably wanted to go on Accutane for over over a year, I want to say, before I actually, like, decided to take the steps to do it. Like, I just have to be so sure about something. So, in some ways, that's kind of a blessing because I'm not very impulsive, which maybe you are, you're someone who is. So, maybe you have a completely different view about this than me, which I think that's so interesting. Let me know if you do. Um... But it also kind of prevents me sometimes. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. From, like, trying new things or, like, doing something that may actually make, like, bring me happiness or joy. Like, I don't know, having a cat or, <laughs> I don't know, what's something else? But you know what I mean? Like, sometimes you just have to just do it. Fuck it. So I kind of felt that way. Oh, or like a tattoo. Like sometimes I'm like, I want to get like my whole arm tatted. Like that'd be so cute. And then I'm like, I don't know. I mean, it's not like I want to be more impulsive or anything, but I guess I just want to continually remind myself throughout this year that just like, if not now, then when? If not me, then who? I don't know if you guys just heard that, but I swear to God, even without the mic, I can hear my neighbor's iPhone alarm off it might be their like ringer but it's just weird because i feel like i never really hear my neighbors unless they're like in the hallway or they slam their door really loud because these doors are like heavy it's kind of like be careful so it's like for me to hear your iphone alarm like am i making that up anyway um so yeah i guess that's something also that i kind of want to think about this year Because time is just going to go by no matter what. And then I was on IG on, I guess, is it still called the Explore page? Who knows? They change it fucking every day. But it was like this, it was like either this plastic surgery little IG or like just like a injectables IG. But they said something like, oh, people say like, you're... all those fillers are going to change your face or all that Botox is going to change your face. And then their response is like, your face is going to change naturally in time anyway. And it really, I really like took that as almost a metaphor for like life. You know, like I feel like 
at least for me, I get very comfortable in like the way things are, the way my life is going, whatever. It could be like anything, just in general, how my life is going. And taking that step, taking a risk or making a life-changing decision or whatever, it's like, oh my God, I don't want things to change. But then it's like, life is going to change anyway. And so you can't be so attached to the moment that you're like scared to fucking get a cat, bitch. You know, and again, that's not to say be impulsive or irresponsible with your decisions. And I I do know for myself, I'm always going to feel the best when I am very sure about a decision before I decide. (laughs) But it's like life is just still going to go by. Life is still going to change. Like if you want to do something, you should just do it. And it's easier said than done. But what a great metaphor. (laughs) All that Botox is going to change your face, bitch. My face was going to change anyway. (laughs) I was like, whoa, <laughs> I'm thinking about this, like, deep. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, um, what should we talk about next? Fuck, there's so much I want to talk about. Okay, well, like, not really. Um, kind of. It's 111, bitch. Okay, so I wanted to talk about this TikTok that someone sent me. They were like, please. No, they were like, I think they just, I don't know. I don't know. I remember responding, though, and saying, like, I'm going to talk about this. So, no shade to the girl who made this TikTok, but I, I think it's an interesting idea. Hi, so playing from Estella, Ray herself. Okay, I'll just disconnect. Duh. Hi, so I see a lot of, like, celebrity exposing videos on how rude some celebrities are, and I want to let you guys in on a little celebrity secret, too. So, I live in Los Angeles, and my boyfriend works for a private restaurant for celebrities and um, business people, like, the, the big people, you know what I mean? And he told me something that he heard that makes a lot of sense. So a lot of celebrities are into like manifestation and just their energies are really high and just way different from the average person. And when you have an energy like that, you want to protect it. So sometimes when you see celebrities that won't even acknowledge you, let alone say hello, take a picture with you, they won't even let you in their bubble. And that is because they're protecting their energy because whoever you let in your energy field can throw your energy off and they're not about that. So a lot of celebrities that do that are just protecting themselves, but there's also celebrities that are just straight up assholes. You never know anyone's intentions, so I wouldn't want people coming up to me either. So it's like yes and no. I feel like... Where do I even begin? Okay, so part of me feels like this is kind of like that... I like idolizing celebrities or like putting thinking that they're not human like putting them on such a pedestal oh they have a different energy than me they're they're vibrating at such a higher frequency but then I I do agree with her like in the more literal sense I guess like you don't want you don't want to talk to everyone dude I think it just is like celebrities are people too and like I can't even imagine everyone recognizing me or like not even be able, being able to walk down the sidewalk without being like bombarded. Like y'all saw Justin Bieber's documentary, the original, what was that one called? Never Say Never. But you know, like I just think of that, like the girls screaming, chasing, like it's like they don't even think of him as a human. Like he's just like this thing that they want to take a picture with like I don't know so part of me is kind of like yeah not everyone if not every celebrity is like has to be nice or has to like be kind and I was actually just watching this Daniel Radcliffe 
interview from like a year ago, I think, but he was talking about how it was just like a little clip from the interview, but talking about how he became so dependent on alcohol because like if he would ever go to a bar or a nightclub, so many people would recognize him, especially in London. So he would just drink to like not feel self-conscious, but then he'd be like, oh, people are looking at me because I'm drunk. So he would drink more. And, you know, he made a really interesting point um, and like not an annoying way. Because, you know, like when celebrities, especially like, I don't know, I think of the kind of celebrity like a Kardashian or like kind of like almost a, a social media celebrity. Like, oh my God, it's just like so hard. Like, I didn't get to go to prom. It's like so hard. It's like, okay, yeah, but like no one wants to hear that. But Daniel Radcliffe kind of explained it in a way that was just like, I don't know. He just seemed very like humble about it. And like, yeah, you know, you don't like people think that you want this and like you should be happy and grateful and ecstatic about being famous all the time. And you're never allowed to like be annoyed or like not want it. It's like you should be grateful that you're in this position. And then he says that luckily for him, um, he really actually enjoyed his work, so it made it worth it. But then there's some people who don't, and they're just kind of thrown into it, and then they have all this fame, and then they have to keep doing it. He said like something about being the breadwinner of the family, even at like a young age, and you just have to keep doing it, but you might not even like necessarily what you're doing. Anyway, so I thought all of that was very interesting. But yeah, there's just this like, we live in this culture that it's just, it's like, capitalism it's fucking oh this person is rich and famous therefore they're like better than me their vibration is higher than mine they're into manifesting that's why they have this life you know it doesn't really take into account like privilege i think there's a lot more (laughs) there's just a lot more like realistic things or reasons why like a celebrity isn't necessarily polite all the time to their fans And I've talked about before how I feel like we're almost witnessing kind of the fall of celebrity culture with social media. Um, You know, social media is really cool in the sense that it can make people, make celebrities seem a lot more personable than they are. But then it's also like, we can see how dumb some of these people are and like how uneducated they are. And like when they speak their minds or even don't speak out about certain issues, it's like, oh, you're actually like a dumb bitch. You actually don't know what's going on with regular people. You don't care. You're just ignorant to it. And I feel like with the internet and the access to all the information that we have, you know, a lot more people, especially Gen Z, you know, we're able to educate ourselves on a lot of different issues. And then we're able to recognize it when somebody such as a celebrity isn't getting it. And it's like, you just look dumb now. Um, so it's cool in a lot of ways. Cause you know, I remember growing up without social media, like elementary school, middle school, um, you know, you would just see celebrities in magazines and tabloids on TV and they were just, they did seem like this just like special, like a beautiful, like, oh my God, just like so different from a regular person. Like I remember I would, we didn't have cable, we had cable for like a year, but we normally didn't, never had cable, so whenever I would watch, whenever I did get a chance to watch like Disney Channel and whatnot, it was always at my grandma's house, and I remember like every summer when I would go stay at her house, we would watch Hannah Montana, and I remember 
thinking like oh my god like does miley cyrus like wipe her own butt and i just like imagine i was probably like seven eight years old and i just like imagine like yeah she probably like probably someone does that for her like like i actually thought that as a kid like celebrities didn't wipe their own with like not as a joke like i literally like thought that um it's like oh probably someone like waits on them all the time and then it's like okay most of them actually not that they live normal lives but it's like they just live in a house they're like human and you see you know you see all the like hollywood like special effects in the sense of just like the magic of like beauty and like angles and editing but then when it comes down to it like there's still a person underneath that and it's almost like i'm realizing that more and more especially as like i what the fuck adobe as i got more into this space and just realizing like oh i look different at every angle i'm you know we only want to post our good angles and it's like think about tv and magazines and not social media but like media media i guess like more traditional media yeah anyway so it's not it's like they're probably just having an off day like we need to stop worshiping celebrities because so many of them are like dumb it's like okay yeah maybe you're pretty maybe you're ta- maybe you're a talented musician maybe you are good at a sport but um, that doesn't mean like you need to be idolized in that way like what are you actually doing <laughs> so many people are so stupid <laughs> dude you this is a little off topic from like the tiktok but kind of goes with what i'm talking about I've also kind of realized that about guys, and I feel like I've talked about this before, but just how I feel like, like, I'm glad, but it's like, you can kind of see into the minds of a lot of dudes on social media, particularly Twitter, and just how much, how little respect they have for women, and like, how they still view relationships as just like this patriarch, like, oh, if my woman doesn't cook for me, if this female doesn't cook for me, it's like, bullet dodged maybe i thought you were cute but then i read your tweets and i'm like oh my god like this guy's an idiot like not gonna waste my time so that's like good but then it's like damn i don't want to talk to a lot of you because you're like either just stupid or you're homophobic or you're misogynist or like whatever you know uh so dumb um but it's like we're glad expose yourselves fellas um yeah so i would love to hear your thoughts on this tiktok and i guess if you do believe celebrities vibrate on a higher baby like that's almost getting a little too conspiracy theorist for me as well like it's like i think we just live in a society that worships wealth and beauty and youth and material items and i think a lot of people would do anything to get to that so if you're able to almost glamorize it and look at it in a way it's like oh they're vibrating differently it's just because they believe in manifesting and not like okay well maybe they have had to like like a billion a fucking billionaire you're not really looking at like how many people they've had to when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Exploit or like, you know, how much wealth they're hoarding or just like that side of it. If you got a stimulus check, you should not be defending billionaires. <laughs> anyway, I would love to hear your thoughts on that. But now we're going to get into something I'm so excited about, which is a new book I started. Bitch, another one of my goals this year, I guess. I'm not setting it as like, I want to read this many books this year, but just in general, I guess it's like, in order to set goals, you need to be specific. But I do, I want to try to read a book a month. Let's say that. So this is my first book of the year. Yay. It's called Attached. I actually saw this on TikTok and someone shared a fact from it. Um, If y'all remember, I was talking about attachment styles in a vlogmas and then I just happened to see this TikTok. Shout out to them for listening to my conversations with myself. And in the TikTok, he just shared a fact that was like people with anxious attachment styles are more likely to be attracted to or in relationships with avoidant attachment style people and like vice versa. So that's why it doesn't work out because you're just in this continual loop of like tug and pull. Anyway, so I've read probably a pretty good amount of it. It's very interesting and it kind of reads like come as you are not necessarily in the tone but just in the sense of like almost the style of it if you've read come as you are it is one of my favorite books literally if you are interested in sex have sex want to have sex at like in any capacity read that book it's literally like it's life-changing bitch oh my god um but it that book contains a lot of little examples and like little stories and just you know it provides real life context i guess and that this book does that it's very interesting to read and like captivating while still being informative yeah i'm a good reader but it's like i want something that can hold my interest because i do be having a short attention span unfortunately i used to read so much so this like i was able to read a lot of it without stopping so we love that. And it's it's just so interesting. I was telling my mom about what I read so far. And it's like, I wish we had learned this shit in middle school. Because so many issues that I've had in relationships or dealing with guys or whatever could have literally been solved in the first two chapters of reading this. So let me just share. I did write a couple notes on this sticky note just so I would know. Um, okay. So basically, you probably already know this, but there are three attachment styles, and then you can kind of combine anxious and avoidant. But there's secure, anxious, and avoidant. And I'm sure you already know what that is, even just based on the names. But you know, secure is the goal. Secure is like, you have trust in your partner, you're good. Anxious, I often worry that my partner will stop loving me. I fear that once they get to know the real me, they won't like who I am. You want to act out. You maybe want to make them jealous, like things like that. And then there's avoidant, which is some examples are, uh, I find that I bounce back quickly after a breakup. It's weird how I can just put someone on my mind. Um, My independence is more important to me than my relationships. I prefer casual sex with uncommitted partners to intimate sex with one. And then, you know, secure examples. I feel comfortable depending on my romantic partners. I'm generally satisfied with my relationships. I believe most people are honest and dependable. I think one of the main examples, or main, well, let's just start with this. So they gave an example of this TV. Do I want to start with this? Whatever, let's just go with it. This TV 
couple I guess it was like a couple's challenge TV show and the girl always wanted to hold the guy's hand like before they were about to do something and he would always be like like no or you know he would just like kind of always want to be a little bit away from her and like it, it was like you could visibly see at least in the book that's what they say and then they said that at the end she was like giving an interview and she was like you know I wish I'd been a little less needy throughout the show it was kind of embarrassing and you know i feel like we just are we either are taught or we believe that i'm sure you even see the tweets all the time like i don't want to depend on anybody my independence is the most important thing like no one's going to be there for me but me and bitch i probably have tweeted something like that before that's so embarrassing like i have probably told myself that before like i don't need anyone but me in regards to like especially romantic relationships and whatnot and that's sometimes that's a great way to like get over someone i was like telling yourself that but at almost like a biological level we have it's like it's normal to depend on somebody it's actually kind of a paradox because we they said dependency always exists and it's a paradox because the more secure base that we have for in a secure relationship with someone the more comfortable we are going out into the world and like living our life like our independent life Versus if you're in an insecure relationship or a relationship where you're always questioning it, there's all this drama surrounding it, you're going to go into the world kind of feeling insecure. Like you're always going to want to check up on them. And this is kind of more for like an anxious attachment style, which bitch, I definitely thought I was more avoidant. And this book is making me realize maybe I'm anxious avoidant. I feel like I'm definitely more secure now. Like they had a little quiz at the beginning and I definitely got the most points for secure. I've come a long way, bitch. (laughs) Um, but I feel like I definitely use like the examples. I was like, Ooh. probably a little mix of anxious avoidant though. Um, so there was a study done where the mom brings the, the her baby into this room with toys. And if the mom's just sitting there, the baby will like check to make sure that the mom's there and then like play with the toys by themselves. And then if the mom leaves, um, a secure... I forget what the secure attached baby does. The secure attached baby will cry, then the mom comes back, holds them, and they're like, good. And then the anxious attachment baby will like cry and cry and cry, and then if the mom comes back, they'll like keep crying even though the mom's back. And then the avoidant attachment style baby will like not show any distress when the mom leaves. But there have been like they were able to prove that still the heart rate went up they were still in distress even though they weren't showing it so if our attachment figure which you know is our caretakers parents whatever when we're little and then our partners like later on in life if we have a secure attachment with our attachment figure like it actually gives us more independence i was like that makes so much sense and then they gave the story of this girl who was like so just confident and like had her shit together and like just like self-love whatever and then she got into a relationship with this guy that was i guess more avoidant so like he you know when they just kind of like pull back like they're always pulling back it's like it's not you bitch it's them and their avoidant attachment style and so she became obsessed and like she was unable i guess it was like one of the author's friends she was like unable to like hang out with them because she would always want be wanting to talk about him and always wanted to be checking up on him this was the early days of the internet but she was still able to like stalk him online and like find him in chat rooms and like (laughs) pretend to be someone else like when you make a fake ig account to like see if they'll follow (laughs) 
Um, and then, so it's like, I guess she broke it off with that guy. And then she got into another relationship with a guy who, like, they just had a secure relationship. And so she rarely talked about her relationship and not because it was tea, but just because there was no drama surrounding it. And she felt secure. So she didn't have to constantly be thinking about it and constantly, like, wanting people's advice. And, like, I was like, bitch, I've literally been in that situation. Like, both. Like, if you're in a relationship with someone and it's good, it's like, okay, maybe you'll share, like, oh, they did this nice thing for me, or, like, oh, we're going to do this, or, like, but you don't, it's not, like, constant tea and drama and just, like, oh, my God, guess what? Like, versus, (laughs) if it is, bitch, that's, like, all you want to talk about, and your friends are asking for updates, and you're, like, should I try this? Like, oh, my God, let's just drive past his house. Let's just, like, will you watch his story for me? Like, you got to catch it, and it's just, like, oh, my God, that makes so much sense. Um, so then it gave this chart. This is why I love this book. I think that's kind of why it reminds me of Come As You Are. Because there's all these little, like, just graphs and, like, we love a chart, you know? (laughs) We love a visual. Um, but, bitch, did I lose my fucking spot? I think it was here. Um, but a chart of, like, ways to spot someone's attachment style without directly asking them and if they are avoidant what was it uses distancing strategies emotional or physical emphasizes boundaries in the relationship mistrustful fears taking being advantage of um doesn't make their intentions clear has difficulty talking about what's going on between you sends mixed signals values their independence greatly if they're anxious they want a lot of closeness in the relationship. They experience insecurities. They're unhappy when not in a relationship. They play games to keep your interest. Acts out. Is preoccupied with the relationship. Suspicious. And then if you're secure, you know, you can communicate issues well. You can reach compromise. You're not afraid of commitment or dependency. You don't view the relationship as hard work. Um, naturally expresses feelings. Doesn't play games. Reliable and consistent. So little things, like they said, if they always walk a step ahead of you, like they're just trying to create that like physical distance. If they don't want to hold your hand, physical distance. Um, this one guy would like not follow me on Instagram, <laughs> which was just like so weird to me because it was just like, it was weird. Like he would show me his Instagram and I'd be like, why don't you follow me? And he just would like not say anything <laughs> Now I know. <laughs> Avoidant. <laughs> um, yeah, I just think it's so interesting. And then it's like you can take it less personally because it's like, why are they acting like that? That's why. Bitch, this book would have saved me so much. Like, um, so then they, again, I haven't read like too much of it, but then they said, you got to rephrase your thinking from do they like me to should I invest emotionally? And that kind of goes with something that my mom always told me and tells me, like, if I am talking to someone new or dating someone or whatever, go on a first date, whatever. It's like, not don't get yourself all caught up in, like, what they're thinking or feeling. It's like, you have to go with what you're feeling. If you're constantly thinking about them, like, obsessing over what they're doing, it's like, 
bitch they're kind of making you feel like you have to take obviously responsibility but it's like if it was a secure relationship would you be doing that because then i can think of guys i've talked to that just made me feel very secure and i just knew i didn't have to like you just feel it you know it's just like vibes don't lie like you can really just like feel it and sometimes you're so caught up in it that you don't even realize like oh i'm caught up in it like i'm feeling obsessed i'm feeling like i can't focus on anything else in my life my other friendships relationships i can't like this is all I want to talk about. This is all I want to think about. I want to make a fake IG to watch their story. Like, will will you follow me on IG? No. (laughs) Didn't even say no. Just avoided the question. Uh, Avoided. (laughs) So I'm really excited to continue reading because again, like I've only read the first, I probably read a third of it and I feel like I've already learned so much and like every page I was like shook. Because I was kind of like, okay, like, I liked the TikTok about it. I was like, okay, let me try. But I was like, how much is there really to know? Because I kind of know about the attachment styles. But, bitch, just, like, the examples that they give and the charts, like, this is so helpful. And I cannot wait. I mean, I guess technically we can, like, date now. But it's like, no offense. I just don't. You Nothing's open. Like, I'm, I don't want to have a walk date. I just, I don't. <laughs> Sorry. But I can't, so with that being said, I can't wait to like start dating and like (sighs) go on dates again because bitch, I have a lot more new information right now (laughs) at this time in my life. Yeah. Okay. But then I saw this TikTok that I tweeted that we're changing this from the Stella Ray herself podcast to the TikToks Stella Ray wants to talk about podcasts, (laughs) but this girl was this is the next book i'm gonna read an alan watts book um just kind of about the self-help i don't know fucking hole you can get into and how it's kind of a trap and very ego-based because there's not like an end point we're fine as we are and i haven't read the book i just saw the tiktok you can watch the tiktok on my twitter um I'm just kind of like, wow. <laughs> so I can't wait to read that next. And then there's self-help, like, about how to not be self-help. But then there's obviously stuff that, like, well, like, tools you can learn. I don't know. Life's kind of pointless. It's like, what else is there to do? Like, people get so caught up in, like, and, like, same. But, like, oh, you can't, like, I think I said this before. It's like, if you are really just, like, secure in yourself and okay with just being i feel like you can okay obviously to an extent like i'm not saying go like murder someone but like you can kind of do whatever you want have any experience that you want almost like without judgment like i just always think of it as like or i always think of the example of like this girl i follow got under eye filler and people were like hating on her for that and this was kind of more, a little more in the vegan days, like the 2016, <laughs> you know, the vibes, <laughs> not saying vegans act like that, but you know, just like, like a handbag, bicycle. it's like, oh, like you preach that you love yourself and you are going to be a fake ass whore. And it's like, if you are truly like, okay, it's like, okay, bitch, get some under, I feel like, who cares? That doesn't mean you're less spiritual or like, you don't love yourself or like, I don't know. I just feel like, you know, there's this idea, this almost like very ego-based idea of what spirituality likes looks like or what it means to look 
it's not like literally it's all about the fucking appearance and i remember really noticing that when i first moved to la this friend's mom is like so into spirituality oh they're so spiritual they have chris they have fucking 500 crystals in their house and it's like that doesn't necessarily mean just because you can afford to buy the props that doesn't mean that you are really like okay with just being and i it's like i don't mean to say that oh the camera's gonna I don't want to say that in like a judgmental way, but it's just like almost a reminder to myself. Like you don't, it's, it doesn't have to look like anything. You don't have to like get all the, I don't know. I just always think of like those huge crystals that like rich people have in their It's like an entryway. You know what I'm talking about? Like, I just always think of that. Um, or like, oh, you're huge. Like, Buddha statue and your huge guard like it it's not about what it looks like it's about like how you are like someone could literally you could look at them and be like oh they're just like some dirty scum but then they could actually probably be more happy than you ever are <laughs> and like actually be truly living a like spiritual authentic life or like I think of the soul ties thing like oh every person you have sex with you're going to be tied to forever and then it's like okay you could have someone who has literally only had sex you could have a virgin or someone who has literally had sex with one person and then you could have someone who's fucked two thousand people and maybe that person is you know actually living a more spiritual fulfilling life because they're being their authentic selves and they're not like living like walking around with this judgment of themselves and others and like you know, it's just like, it's all about being, just being. And again, very, it's a lot easier said than done. And like, bitch, I still get caught up in the bullshit. Like, damn. And just like a lot of self-judgment and like, I don't know. But yeah. Let me know if you've ever thought about that. I'm really excited to read that book next because I feel like uh, I will probably be shook by it. I've heard a lot about Alan Watts, but I don't think I've ever read one of his books. So I'm excited. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I think that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm so excited to continue this, these podcasts throughout the rest of the year. I'm actually going to go take some more IGs, feed my ego a little bit. <laughs> Fuck. Um, but I would love to hear your thoughts on any, anything I discussed. I will link the attached book down below. So use that link because I think I get a percentage and then, you know, help support the podcast, period. And I will talk to you guys next week. Bye, everyone.